What costume parties can teach us about confidence? From the C Method, my name is Christina Cantors, and this is Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can get what you want in business and in life. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. Hi there, and welcome to episode 13. And this is the new time slot for the podcast. I know I've been a bit all over the place recently because, you know, I've just been starting up and everything, but now I am committing to a regular time slot. So this is it. It's Wednesday, 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, which is Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for those of you in America, 11 p.m. in Reykjavik in Iceland, and 6 p.m. in Panama for all my Panamanian listeners. So every week you can expect a new episode from me. So just again, that's 9 a.m. Wednesdays, Aussie Eastern Time, and 7 p.m. Tuesdays, US Eastern Time. Okay, a quick shout out to everyone who is taking my 21-day confidence building course. I've been getting some really great feedback, which has been amazing. I got an email from Len who says, Thank you for the excellent course, very practical information that can be put to use immediately, especially liked the recommendation to add more pizzazz regarding my occupation so it can lead to more discussion and interest. Thank you so much, Len. You are a rock star. (laughs) If you too would like to be more confident when talking about yourself and learn how to construct a simple attention-grabbing reply when people ask you, what do you do? You should join the course. It's totally free, and if you don't like it, you can opt out at any time. But I don't think you will, because I poured my heart and soul into it. (laughs) I really did. So to sign up, go to freeconfidencecourse.com. Too easy. Now, tell me this. Who doesn't love a good costume party? Now, I love costume parties. In my opinion, people have more fun at a costume party than any other party except maybe for weddings, but, I mean, you can't really compete with everlasting love, can you? Anyway, I've been to a lot of fancy dress events, and I've thrown a few myself. I I used to live in a share house with two other housemates, and during my time there, we threw some really big costume parties. And every time I go to a costume event, I observe two things. Firstly, people put in a huge amount of effort. The creativity that people have just blows me away. And at my own parties, I was so humbled that people would put in that much, that much time into a costume for my event. And, and very few people didn't dress up. In fact, they, they were the odd ones out in the sea of craziness. That's the first thing I noticed. Second, the vibe of a costume party is electric. If there are people there from different friendship groups, people will openly talk to each other and and meet and pose for photos with new people. There's not as much group segregation as you would normally find. So you have this incredible vibe, people laughing, dancing, posing for photos, really getting involved and, and just having fun. Now, these experiences have got me thinking, why do people love costume parties so much? Why do they go to all this effort? And why do they have so much fun? And you know, I think it comes down to confidence. So today I'm going to share with you three things that costume parties can teach us about confidence and how you can apply this to your everyday life. And at the end, 
I'm also going to share some tips for you if you want to throw your own kick-ass costume party. It's a little bonus section for you. <laughs> Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash costume. Okay, so let's get to it. The first thing that costume parties can teach us about confidence is this. When people are dressed in costume, they're more confident and relaxed because they're, quote, in character, and they behave the way that their characters would behave. Doing some ridiculous dance moves? That's not me. I'm Napoleon Dynamite. Gosh! Running around with your chest puffed up and scooping up all the ladies into your arms? That's absolutely fine, because you're Superman. Passing out in the bathroom at 4am? Well, clearly, I'm Amy Winehouse, so that's totally acceptable. Okay, maybe not, but, you know, you get the idea. Now, I'm not a social psychologist or anything, but what I see here is that by pretending to be someone or something else, people actually feel confident to just let go of their fears and be themselves. Think about it. Have you ever felt this way? It's ironic, right? So what does this teach us about confidence? The lesson? Get in character. If you feel comfortable being yourself when you're in character for a costume party, why not be, quote, in character during your normal life? You could have different characters and dress up in a different, quote, costume. I know a lot of quotes. Quote, costume for each one. So, for example, if you have an important work meeting or a job interview, get in character. Put on your important meeting outfit and act how a successful, well-respected professional would act. At networking events, again, get in character. Put on clothes that make you feel good about yourself. Decide that you're going to be a confident, outgoing person that other people want to meet, and then act that part. And you know what? As you act the part, eventually you will become it. You will become that confident, outgoing person. Of course, I'm not saying be someone who you're not. You can still be in character and be authentic. For example, if you're a naturally quiet person, you can still be confident and outgoing and quiet. You can stand with good posture, make eye contact, speak with certainty, and smile. You don't have to be loud and, and yell over everyone to be outgoing. Because that wouldn't be you, would it? So lesson one, get in character. The second thing about costume parties. It's easier for people to talk to each other when they're in costume. You have the easiest opening lines ever. I mean, for example, when you see a guy dressed as a cactus, it's pretty easy to go, oh my gosh, you're a cactus. And then he goes, actually, I'm a sea cucumber. And then you have a laugh and you go from there. True story, by the way. I have photos. He did look like a cactus. So the lesson from this is, even if you're not in costume, start a conversation with someone by commenting on something interesting about them. Babies and dogs are great conversation starters. Or maybe they're wearing a cool item of clothing to say, hey, I love your jacket. Where'd you find that? And this also works to help other people talk to you. Here's a tip. Wear or carry something that's a little bit unusual. For example, I have these amazing crazy printed leggings, and when I wear them, I always get people commenting on them. And I've met people a second time who've said, I remember you, you had these amazing leggings. So wearing something different that could be a conversation starter, not only does it help people to start a conversation with you, it also helps them to remember you. So keep that in mind. 
Lesson two: Where I'll carry something unusual as a conversation starter. And the third lesson that we can learn from costume parties is: care less about what others think. One reason I believe people have more fun and are more relaxed at costume parties is because there's no need to impress anyone. Everyone already looks ridiculous, so what's a bit of extra daggy behaviour, like hitting the dance floor? I've seen people who never dance dance at costume parties. I love this. People aren't trying to look cool or impress anyone or be the sexiest or whatever. They just—they really don't care about what others think. So in your day-to-day life, I challenge you to care less about what other people think. Don't even give a single flying fire truck. So other people may not think you're cool. So what? Who are you trying to impress anyway? Whose approval are you seeking? And if they don't like you for being yourself, do you really want to be friends with them anyway? Popular cartoonist Hugh McLeod once said, "The best way to get approval is not to need it." This is equally true in art and business, and love, and sex, and just about everything else worth having. So care less about what other people think, and they will wish they had your confidence. So you don't need an excuse like a costume party to be yourself. You don't need someone else's permission. Give yourself permission to be you, and act according to what is true of your character. Got that? Cool. So that's like three mini challenges this week for you. I'm, I'll just give you a quick recap. So number one, get in character. Decide on the sort of person you want to be and act that out in your own authentic way. Number two, start a conversation by commenting on someone else's costume that is an interesting item of clothing or accessory, or baby. Number three, this challenge is probably the hardest. Care less about what other people think. It takes time, but take it one step at a time, and you will get there. There are actually a couple of awesome blog posts about this. I'll pop them in the show notes for you because it's a whole topic in itself. Okay, so now for the bonus section of this episode. Christina's tips for throwing a kick-ass costume party. I've got eight tips for you. Number one, set the date early. You want to give people time to think of their costume ideas, right? Give them lots of notice. Tip number two, create a Facebook event page. Okay, I know you would have done that anyway, but here's the thing: update it with costume ideas. Show people that you're serious about throwing a ridiculously good party. So keep it updated. Be active on there. Number three, have prizes for best dress. Post on the Facebook event that there will be prizes, even if they're crappy little prizes. People love competition, but be prepared for backlash from the non-winners. People get really competitive, and they'll be like, "Why did I win it?" But this is a good thing; it shows that people are really into it. <laughs> okay, tip number four: post pictures of the preparation. On the Facebook page, so this is like a sneak preview. You know, it's like building up this buzz and gets people excited. And again, it shows the effort that you're putting in. So, say you ordered some cool decorations or whatever, or or you're making food for the party. You know, take photos of it, post it up there, and go. You know, hey, look, you know, we're all set for tonight, or we're all set for next week, or whatever. Get people excited. Tip number five: 
theme everything. Just let your creativity loose. You can theme the food, the decorations, the music, everything. And when people see the amount of effort you've gone to, they enjoy it that much more. And you're actually, and by going to this effort, you're actually communicating to them that you appreciate the effort that they have put in. So then they enjoy it even more. It's like a positive cycle. It's great. Tip number six. Think about the guest experience. You know when you walk into a fancy hotel and you feel awe-inspired the minute you walk into the lobby? I mean, even before you get to the lobby, you've got your doorman and big driveway and fancy gold line statues or whatever. And it, this is a taste of what's inside. And then when you get inside, it's like, wow. And then that gets you excited to get to your room. Now, your costume party is the same. Think about how your guests are entering the venue. One party that my housemates and I threw was a nautical-themed party. So it was all like boat, yacht, ocean-themed. Our house had a long entry corridor that led to the lounge room at the back, which is where the party was. And to give guests a taste of what was to come, we put rope lights all the way down the corridor, hung little signs on the wall directing people, and my housemate even downloaded some ocean sounds and played them from his bedroom so that you felt like you were on a boat even just walking down the corridor. And that just, you know, added to the whole experience when people, like even from entering the building. In terms of decorations, you can totally transform a room with a really cheap and simple backdrop. Now, I love backdrops from eBay. They're about 40 bucks and they're massive. And you can stick them around your entire lounge room and it just transforms the place. Another thing you can do to stick on the walls is you can find a cool image that you really like, find an image online, and then blow it up using, okay, this is a weird name, rasterbeta.com. That's rasterbeta.com. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It will turn any image into tiny rasterized dots and you can print out the image on like 30 or 40 A4 or A3 pieces of paper and then stick them together to create a giant poster. It's, it's really cool and a super cheap way of creating a, you know, a huge poster. Tip number seven, give people props or signs to hold to pose with in photos. Now, people are already going to be in character, and this gives them another opportunity to act out their characters. For our nautical-themed party, our signs read, Catch of the day, and hands off my deck, and I smell fish. (laughs) It makes for really funny photos. People love it. Just as a side note, I did the sign thing too at the Social Media Marketing World Conference in San Diego last year. I made these slightly suggestive signs and used them as an excuse to get pictures with my favorite online business people. For example, for Lewis Howes, who has the School of Greatness podcast, I made a sign saying, you're my definition of greatness. And for Michael Hyatt from This Is Your Life, I made, um, I just met Michael Hyatt. And for John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, I made You Set Me on Fire, etc., etc., etc. And each of these people, I just ran up and I was like, I made a sign for you. And then they, you know, really wanted a photo. So that was cool. So signs are great, easy and effective. Where am I up to? Tip number eight. Okay, last tip. If you can, have a bag of random props and costume accessories you can give to the people who don't dress up. Now, this helps them to feel not so left out, and you can also use this to threaten beforehand that anyone who doesn't dress up gets to wear a randomly assigned mystery costume. Now, no one wants a mystery costume, believe me. Oh, hang on. I do have one more tip. 
Bonus, bonus tip number nine, final tip of the podcast. Please create a space for people to dance. Like I mentioned earlier, people are way more likely to dance at costume parties because they already look ridiculous. So allow them to express themselves. Clear a space, put on some silly music, and watch the hilarity ensue. And that is how you throw a kick-ass costume party. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of episode 13. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate it. Now, if you want to uh, check out those links that I mentioned, they will be in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash costume. Oh, and if you want more confidence-building tips, don't forget to sign up for the free 21-day confidence-building course at freeconfidencecourse.com. Now, speaking of confidence, the song you're hearing right now is, is me playing The Edge of Glory on the ukulele. And this song is, of course, by a woman who is no stranger to an outrageous costume. It's Lady Gaga. Now, I hope you have a fabulous week and I will see you next week at 9am Wednesday, Australian Eastern Time, which is, of course, 7pm Tuesday, Eastern Time in the US. Keep on rocking it. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. To brush the dangerous